going to thrive because you're going to find realistic solutions to some of your brand building challenges. Now, the change I made is more to the effect of a true crimes type podcast. Welcome back to the CEO Mindset Podcast. I'm Andrea Patrick, your host, and I'm so happy that you are joining me today. Subscribe if a CEO mindset is something you want to obtain and you want to find the intersection where your work and life coexist. The sky is the limit when you're clear about your value, consistent in the way you share said value, and you're upfront and honest about who you are while sharing it. There are so many examples to follow and learn from. Let's get into today's, shall we? Okay, let's go ahead and dive into this episode. And I want to officially welcome you to the first episode of what I am calling season three of the CEO Mindset Podcast. Now, I've made a few changes and I really think that you're not only going to like them, but you are going to thrive because you're going to find realistic solutions to some of your brand building challenges. Now, the change I made is more to the effect of a true crimes type podcast. I want to share with you more case studies, interviews, and cliffhangers, so make sure you are subscribed and stay connected so that you never miss an episode. This is the perfect time to go ahead and do that. So make sure that you maybe pause now or hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to me on. So in this first episode, I'm going to introduce you to someone And, you know, to maintain this person's privacy, we're going to name her Jane Doe. And Jane is a successful business owner who started from the bottom. Now she here. Anybody know that? Mm -hmm. Drake. (laughs) Here's her CV. She's a college graduate. She is a wife and mother of three. She has an extensive entrepreneurial background and she seems you know, from the outside looking in to have unlocked the door to balance and is enjoying her life to the absolute fullest. The question of today's podcast is how in the world did she achieve this? What could that possibly look like? I mean, do you have an example of that in your life of someone who seems to have unlocked the door to balance and is actually enjoying their life to the fullest? Well, these are some things we're going to dive into in today's podcast. I've got three points that I want to make about Jane and maybe have a little bit of a discussion around those points. So the very first point I want to make is that it seems that Jane is very intentional. Maybe that is what is contributing to her ability to live her best life and find balance between her career and her life. So let's see. One of the most common things in Jane's life is her ability to look at situations and make a solid determination about how she fits in it and how not only she fits in it, but how she fits in it at her best. Have you noticed how quickly things can go badly when you're not totally sure about a situation? It is easy to get lost in the shuffle or completely bomb when a decision was rushed and or not well thought out. Been there, done that, t-shirt button, anybody? Well, Jane has mastered the art of saying the word no. She knows how to say it with a period at the end. 
There are no question marks. She doesn't need exclamation points and a comma is unnecessary. What do you know about that? Have you achieved that level yet? Do you know how to put a period at the end of your no? I don't want you to think that everything is golden with Jane because no one's life is, but Jane has tapped into an important secret to having a quality of life that can only be achieved with intention. Is there an area of your life where you could be more intentional? Do you need to master the art of saying the word no? I know that for myself, I have enjoyed this quality quite a bit. I do not have a problem saying no, and I do not have a problem with putting a period behind it, but I do understand how some may. I do. I really do understand how some may feel like no is very hard to say, but I also recognize that in not being able to say no, you can maybe run yourself down, feel like you are drowning in your day-to-day life feel like you're doing a ton of things, but you're not great at any of them, I can certainly understand where that would come from. The other reason that you should attempt to say no more is because you can be a little bit more productive in the things that you want to do, you want to do, which is one is the next point that I want to make about Jane. And that is that she is extremely productive. She realized early that she couldn't allow herself to fall behind and that she needed to find a way to stay consistent with things like tasks that kept her top of mind for her target audience. She needed to stay consistent with her finances and with operational duties that kept the business running smoothly. And this meant that staying inspired and being motivated was very important to her. Jane knew herself and she knew she needed to be organized and have a routine that worked with her preferences in order to successfully stay on top of the things that were important. She realized that systems, processes, and workflow were her jam. She got down with them. Are you consistent with your systems and processes and workflows? Do you have systems? processes and workflows. I mean, is that even in in like something that you created for yourself? I wonder if we were to dive a little bit deeper into those areas, would we find that perhaps that is where that peace of mind and that quality of life and finding that balance comes from? I don't know. We'll keep digging. Because she spent the time to get them right, she was able to create brand culture that was easily taught. Her ability to communicate her needs easily made it a breeze to get things done the first time she asked and with little need for edits and revisions. That sounds nice, right? I mean, as a marketer, I've worked with a ton of clients and the struggle oftentimes is that they just don't know what they want or they're struggling to communicate what they want. So, I mean, I can definitely see how this could contribute to your ability to balance and have a quality of life. Productivity is a problem for a lot of people. Time management is difficult without focus. Jane was extremely focused because she knew what she needed to do to be her best. Are find are you finding it difficult to be productive? Have you considered building a team or doing a collaboration where communicating your vision would be necessary? Are you finding that to be a struggle for yourself? This could possibly be 
the key to living your quality of life and being able to balance your work life and your personal life. I don't know. We'll keep digging. Point number three I wanted to make about Jane was that she was open to new ideas. And I'm wondering, is that potentially what has contributed to her ability to to find balance and have that quality of life? I noticed that Jane is really good at being open-minded. She's listened intently to what people have to say, and she's really grown from it. And it doesn't automatically knock, she doesn't really automatically knock down the ideas of other people. She really considers and ponders. Has that been a struggle for you? Have you struggled with listening and really identifying what's really going on behind the words, or maybe even reading between the lines before you rush to judgment? I get it. It's easy to do. It got me thinking. Do we knock down the ideas of other people's because of ego? Is it because of fear? What are your thoughts? I'd love for you to leave a comment down below and tell me what you think. Why is it that we tend not to listen to new ideas and be open-minded? Is it an ego thing? Is it a fear thing? What is it? Tell me. I would love for you to leave a comment below. But let's get back to Jane. Because of her open mind, she has grown her businesses She's grown personally and she's absorbed information that she can draw from when she needs to. How important is that? Sometimes just listening and soaking up knowledge proves itself to be much more beneficial in the long run than it is at the moment you're hearing the information. Being open-minded doesn't mean you have to agree with what you hear. It just means being receptive to the argument or the idea of the other person. Now, there was a ton that went into Jane's ability to grow in these areas. She didn't find her answers from hearing them. She got them from doing, from actually getting in the weeds and doing the work. She did it on her own and she was able to reach this level of success. And in the next few episodes, we're going to take a deep dive into some of the things she actually did to achieve these three things. So keep listening to the CEO Mindset Podcast to learn how you can take similar steps and get similar results. That does it for today's episode of the CEO Mindset Podcast. Remember, this is the place to be to find the intersection between your personal life and your business life so that they coexist. It's also where you learn how to consistently evolve and be open to the failures that happen, be open to the opportunities, be open to the opportunity for change. Make sure you are subscribed. Leave your comments below about today's episode if you have any questions, comments, I want to hear all about them and I want to hear how you are using what you hear to grow your business, live the life you love and have that quality of life that we are all looking to achieve. All right, guys, don't forget to follow me over on Instagram, AF Patrick. Definitely subscribe to my YouTube channel, Andrea Patrick Official. All the links that you need to continue following and being a part of the BU Boss Squad community is listed in the show notes along with any other links that I think might be amazing for this particular podcast. Remember, we are on all the podcast uh, platforms. So if you have not already, find us and subscribe. See you again next week.